I'm not mad at you, but go find somebody who on that level and then help them go to the next level if you're not already a great wife. But of course, I, that's the most convenient thing in the world. E, I wanna, I wanna be your right. Of course you do. Who wouldn't? Like name one person in the world who doesn't wanna be E's right hand right now. But guess what? Back in the day, that 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 line was considerably shorter. I'll just say that. Today's show is brought to you by Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, the green juice, solves the problem of juicing greens on the go. We all know that we need to get those fruits and greens and vegetables and all that in our diets, guys, and here's a quick and easy way to get it. You just add water, drink, and let your body soak up the benefits. Visit Organifi.com to learn more about an exciting offer for you, our podcast listeners. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Today's show is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can cook, eat, and enjoy. They offer a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change every week. Sign up today. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the promo code success80 and that's success and the number 8080. I wake up every single day. I am who I say I am and I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the extra Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. Extra Bayesian. What up, y'all? Hey, this is the last one, man. This is the last one that you could call me extra, extra Bayesian on. We head him back out tomorrow morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. We out of here, man. But all is well. What's going Sorry on? Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. I know, Dr. Right? Douglas Thomas, who we don't ever know where he is, but I just heard he wasn't going to be back home <laughs> to November. So I'll be gone you know, till November. Right. So <laughs> Douglas, where are you? I'm looking at the Venetian Hotel right now from mm. where I'm standing. My, the my, Encore. My. The Wind. And, 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 the Wind Hotel. I'm sure Hotel. they put you in a very small, humble room. No questions. No qu- Hey, actually, whenever <laughs> I stay in Vegas, I do have a spot that I do that's real you know what I'm saying, regular, but I love it because the Grand Lux is straight downstairs. Mm. Mm. Ah, but you're not eating Grand Lux right now, so that could right. be not like the sweet right, let Grand Let me just Lux. say this to you. Let me just say this to you. Grand Lux is downstairs. <laughs> there's, always something, there's always something to find to eat at the Grand Lux. That's what makes it sweet. Mm, doubt, no doubt. And you guys are in for a treat this week. An extra, extra special guest joining us again for a second time. Two days away from kindergarten. The mm. one and only wow, Carlos Quinny the Third, aka Trey. Come on, son. All right, here you go. Let's make it a good one. Ready? All right. Hey, Uncle Carl and Goddad. Welcome what up, to what up, Comedy what up, Corner. Man. I'm gonna tell you guys a joke. Let's get it. Okay. What do you call a cow with no legs? Um. Hmm. I don't know. What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Oh, <laughs> they crack. I like that. Talking about they cracking up. <laughs> All right, Ground son, get out of here. Uh, thanks, Trey. 
Love you. Because your, da- hey, your daddy Good jokes out there funny all the time, Trey. So thank you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, starting kindergarten. Uh, man, Thursday, bro. So by the time mm. this podcast comes out, he will have completed his first day of kindergarten. I'm like, why are y'all starting kindergarten? Bro, August 1st? It's I'm August, like, bro. No, I'm bro, like, oh. I'm like, yo, you cutting my whole summer in half. So Do they get out November getting, or something? Yeah, bro. Right. No, they got a September fall break or something where it's like a week uh, okay. off in September. So I'm I'm not feeling that though. I'm like I'm just saying, so bro. why do we start in August if we're gonna take a break off in September? Right. <laughs> Let's just start right. like later September. If I was teaching at that right. school, I would be like, oh no, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, they start August first, bro. It's their first day of school and look, mm. it's already like too much for me. I'm like, kindergarten is really and Carl, you can maybe attest to it. It's like for parents. I'm like, what in the world? I was talking to Adam and Carly, and they were like, yo, they, the uh, Harper Joe had like a school assignment, and it was like, you got to build like a whole doctor's office or something. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, what five-year-old is doing this? Like, you you making the parents do work. So I'm not looking forward to this per se. I was, lo- I was loving Primrose because they like didn't believe in homework. But now mm. I'm like nervous because I'm like, oh, okay. Let's see yeah, how this is going to pan out. Yeah. It's really a reflection on you. You know what I'm saying? Like your child show up with a terrible project in kindergarten. They like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? So, but then you get in trouble for helping them in high school and college. You know what I'm right. saying? Exactly. What a system! What a system! Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, let's start with Carl, man. Catch us up. Let 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 us know, man. I well, know, you know what? Tears. I, I, every- Carl, I, I wanted up? to ask Carl a question. See, real quick. I don't want to mm-hmm. get too serious too quick, but I was just. Um, when I was walking back this morning from prayer, you know, the whole experience had crossed my mind. I was like, yo, I got to ask Carl. He kind of talked about it a little bit, but he ain't really went, you know, in, in depth, at least for me. And I'm thinking Carl steps, if you don't mind, because, you know, he's like, we always trying to use this podcast as a way to, you know, really help people to get from point A to point B. But um, I remember, it could have been two, three years ago. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember you saying, like, it was almost like a um, like a whiteboard kind of vision thing. Man, mm-hmm. I want to be able to go on vacation, you know, and take a break once, you know, once a, quarter, a quarter. I think you was like quarterly, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? You was like, I need to be able to do that. And I was like, oh, yeah, no questions asked. Like, let's get it, you know. And then it went from actually, you know, saying that. And then maybe, you know, maybe you did take one or two here, but it might have been like, you know, we were doing something as a crew, and it was like, oh, right. okay, well, let's take a break on this break, if right, you will. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like on the, the other end of this boy. And then now I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, Carl, I don't know if he said it or not, but like this was a vision, and now he's literally not only hmm. doing it, but like a whole month at a time, you know, in an Airbnb. So I'll just give you kind of just walk me through um, just the, for real, like g- going from saying it to now living it because it's probably more whiteboard writers on this podcast mm-hmm. and actually doers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So kind of just walk me through what what had to happen. Was it something mentally that took place? Was it something financially like you got won the lottery? You know what I'm saying? Like what happened that <laughs> that, that that you're not it's not a vision no more. Like you're literally doing it and you about to come back to the crib and I guess in another three months do something else. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm already planning the next thing. Um, but no, I, and I appreciate the question, E, because literally just the, the whole time here, I've been thinking, like thinking a lot. And, and the, the first thing I want to ask people, like the question I want to start for everybody listening is, why do you do what you do? And I think that's the, like that, 
like I got that answer like real clear for me and the reason why I do it, a lot of people, we talk about the why and all that, but I got that real clear is I want to see my family happy. Like at the end of the day, I want to see my family happy. Like I, I don't care what else is going on. Like I want to be able to, come. I always said that home, my wife, my kids, my parents, my brother, like my, we got a small, it's just me and my brother in terms of our like nucleus. And I'm like, man, everything else in the world is crazy. I can't control none of that, but I want to be able to see the people around me smiling. And when I go into this environment, it's the place that I ain't got to think about. No drama, no stress, no nothing. So that was like my big, like, that's that's the, what do you call it? You know how you mark the, the X on the treasure map? Like, yeah, that's the X yeah. on the treasure map for me. Like, yo, yeah. I want to see my family look like that. Um, but just, just being real, e, the biggest part that happened was mindset. It, it's mindset, number one. You deserve it. You deserve it. That's number one. Like, and I can't, anybody that's listening to this podcast, I don't think we got people on here that's not putting forth effort. I don't think we got people that's not working hard. I don't think so. If you are, well, time to transition. Like, like it's real. Like, the work that we've put in, put in over the last, you know, how many ever years, like, I had to come to the, con- the, the con- like the conclusion for myself was like, yo, you've worked hard and you deserve, like, you deserve everything that you can get. Let me put it that way. You deserve everything that, that's there that you can get. You deserve it. It ain't nothing too big. It ain't nothing too small. Whatever it is, you deserve it. So the, the mindset is, when I tell you the biggest thing, because you work, 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 and you feel good. Again, you get validated by doing the work, and you feel good about it. But it's a different feeling when you, know, you can look at people's faces and see the result of your work. You look at other people's faces. So step one was that mindset. And I laugh, uh, hey, see, Jamal tried to call me yesterday, and it was funny, Jamal was literally at the real estate meetup, you know, talking to people, he's like, I'm gonna call Carl mm. right now. I missed the call, see, and I sent him a photo, I was like, hey, my bad, here's the excuse why I missed the call, and I showed him a photo of Jordan and Jesse in, in, in Quest, this is for you, for, in Browns Beach. If you've been to Barbados, you know mm. what Browns Beach stands for. And I was like, Mom, my bad. Like, you know, dude, I'm there. But when I tell you I can look at my kids enjoying this thing in a whole different way. So here's the transition, though, E. The transition was I started to see money differently. I started to see it differently. The way that we were taught was that it is this thing that you have to like revere and hold tight to the chest and it's never coming back. You know what I mean? Like you got to do so much to get it and all that. And the reality is, and, and <laughs> I'll say it like this. We started, everybody knows, we started the real estate stuff, all that. See, here's the funny part. I have not touched The funny a part is that Carl can't be there no more because he blew up with the real estate. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he left more high and dry. Carl got that check. Was like, I'm gone. I'm on vacation. Hey, here's the part. Here's the part I want people to hear closely. I have not spent a single dollar from real estate to do any of the things that we I haven't touched the real estate money. Hmm. Like that is a company that now exists as a result of a different mindset. But because of that same mindset, now I started using the money I was making in a different way. No more, no mm. increase in money, nothing else changed. Like literally, because, so and again, I'll credit, of course, both of you guys, you know, for being with me this long, but then Maul, more recently, as of last year, he just challenged how I thought about money. He challenged it in a major way, and he was saying, Again, we talked about this before, like you, you have to use your money for you. They are your employees. Your, your money is an employee. It has to go out there and work for you and bring you something back. So 
like getting into the whole real estate thing was cool and it's it's working it's doing stuff you know it's it's working i'll be modest it's working mm, but i have one not, way to put it you know what i'm saying it, right, right it's working right. but i have not touched and i'm stressing i have not taken a penny from Phillips Capital Investments. That's that's the name mm. of the company. They have not taken Say a Say it again. What's the name of it? Phillips Capital <laughs> Investments. <He's so> stupid. <laughs> and not a single Y'all hiring? Penny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all <laughs> hiring? So Y'all need any podcast um, hosts? But yeah, it's, it's the mindset of like, dude, there's something different. And then and then watch this the though. <laughs> Say it again? No, no, no. I should say, let me be your armor bear. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the conversations in the house have been different. So now it's almost mm-hmm. like, see, you remember in high school, but then mm-hmm. you're like, yo, you ain't gonna holler at her. You ain't gonna holler at her. And you're like, man, I'm about to go talk to her. And you go over there and talk to her, knowing that you scared us all get out. But the conversation in the house now is that kind of conversation. Oh, y'all, you talking about a, a vacation for a couple of weeks, but you ain't gonna do that. Mm-hmm. That's talk. Like, that's the challenge now that we're having in the house. Like, I'm telling it to my wife, I'm like, you, I, I'm joking with her. You ain't gonna work for no more than... You, you saying you're going to quit work next year, but we're going to see if you're going to quit work next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm. that's the conversation. I'm telling my parents, y'all retired, but y'all ain't about to really live a retirement life, are you? You ain't about to like stop all the little things that you said you're saving, whatever pension, and you're not about to invest it in something and do something, are you? Like, that's the tenor of the conversation mm-hmm. in the house now. Mm-hmm. And now, mm-hmm. like, dude, with that environment all the time, and I'm going to share another story real quick. Let me finish this. But with that environment, dude, just all the time, like, dude, it's only a matter of time before you walk up to her and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Carl. Like, you know, what you, you kind of cute. What you want to do? Like, it's only a matter of time because you got that environment pushing you to do it every single day now. So in terms of a, of a step, E, it was creating that culture around my family now where this is expected. Like telling the kids before it's planned, like, yo, we're going to spend a long time in Barbados next year. Like we saying some stuff now to them and they're hearing it at four years old. So now their conversation is, uh, my son's conversation is now, okay, when is Disney? Because I've been hearing all these, these conversations about travel. We got to hit Disney. Uh, but now the conversation yeah, yeah, overall is the different. Fall. Wait till the fall. Oh, oh, yeah. That's real. It's hot. That's so real. Wait till the fall. So, so the, the last thing I want to I add is for real, like, and I'm a, I started with it, like, why are you doing what you're doing? So my brother... My brother is high D, high C, so you know, it's like task. Yeah. He's not, and he's yeah. good with people. He ain't like a jerk like that, but he's not, you know, that's not his focus. His focus is when I lock into something, I'm doing it. So the last couple of weeks, they've been here as well. They left this morning, and I've watched him. Listen to this carefully and see you, you about to, yeah. So you already know how my family eats. Like, we try to eat vegetarian. My brother's taking it to vegan. And then on top of that, now my brother has cut wheat out of their diet, and he's cut refined sugar completely out of, his, of, of their family's diet. When I tell you, like, no refined sugar, he has his daughters four years old and six years old on literally, like, looking yeah, at Yeah, you got to take the wheat out because I figured out the, the wheat bread, like, when oh, you're yeah. doing it, like, I'm doing it with the golden heart, like, the golden wheat. That ain't nothing but black white bread. You know what I'm saying? That, like, that's it. That's it. You know that's saying? it. It ain't no grains in it. You know what I'm saying? Because my bro. mom and them, they get like the seven grain where it's like fruits and berries and nuts in it. I'm like, yeah, this, <laughs> the wheat bread I'm getting is just to say you're not eating white bread. You know that's it. That's it. So he literally took wheat out and then went to the next level. But get this. Again, not telling people this ain't no health talk. Listen to what I'm saying. His daughter had a really, really bad eczema when she was born. This is Joy, his first daughter. And those are the two things that he realized once they weren't eating them, eczema just literally disappeared. No cream, no medicine, no nothing. Like, it disappeared. 
So my brother's not out here trying to be super healthy per se, but now that he has this thing that's working for him, it's a standard mm. that he's seeing, now he's operating with a, I'm talking about with a fervor. We are at a wedding last night. Listen to what I'm saying. You could understand what torture it is for a kid at a wedding. Well, all week, because my kids, again, we balance. My kids will eat their food. As long as you eat your food, you can have some kind of snack, ice cream, whatever. I'm not tripping. We don't overdo it, but you're going to get something. Imagine what experience his kids are having the entire trip and not a wedding last night. They're serving cake, ice cream, all kind of candy, all kind of stuff. And he's just like, I'm sorry, y'all. Let me just see if they got some fruit. And he went over there and they had fruit and he and his kids sat there and ate fruit. And I'm like, yo, when you really lock into who you are or what you're doing, mm-hmm. the reason behind what you're doing it, mm-hmm. the other stuff falls in place. That's, that's the reality. Yeah, that's why I can't get to where I need to be. I don't have no allergies. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Mm. I, feel, <laughs> I feel great on uh, honey wheat. You know what uh, I'm saying? Skin, uh, I'm talking about my skin glistening off the honey wheat. It's real. You feel me? That's another I'm feeling better than ever on the honey wheat. No, no, on the don't, sugar, don't play, On the sugar bro. snap. Uh, cereal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah, so flake. Yeah. We, God, don't give Carl. me an allergy. You know what I'm saying? It, to all I things I just had good. a situation, Carl. I had a situation where, and, and it's a, probably a different podcast, but we were able to do, you know, something pretty much for free. Like, we didn't have to pay for it. And then it kind of, um, it kind of, like I said, I can get into more de- detail later, but it kind of put us in a situation where, all right, we could do it for free, and then it got altered. Just like you know, out of nowhere, it was like that. That service isn't you know available to you anymore. And I promise you, this sounds crazy, but Carl, I'm about to take this thing to a whole nother level. And I realized it was the free that was killing me from going to the next level. You know what I'm saying? It was literally because the free didn't make me like it didn't cause me to be disciplined, or it didn't cost me anything. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I made a mistake or I didn't make a mistake, if I did it right, if I didn't do it right, like it didn't really cost me. Hmm. But once it was like, yo, you don't have access to free no more, bro, my brain started working in wow. a different way because it was like, yo, now you got limited resources. So you gotta be, you gotta, you have to really think through how you gonna do this now. You feel yep. me? And it just, it, my mind just shifted. And I went to that um, <clears throat> hookup, Carl, that you talked about. I think you mentioned it, uh, the Louis Vuitton boy. Uh, or either CJ, but somebody mentioned like Louis doesn't, um, you know, they at the end of the year they they burn their purses. They don't mm. um, put their stuff on discount. So like you can't go to Louis store in uh, mm. in, in the uh, Somerset Mall or in the Lenox Mall. To the bargain and they got, bin. Yeah, the bargain right. bin or the or the summer. The, what is it? The fall festival harvest sale, mm. the New Year sale. They don't have that. And so it seems like yo, they're gonna be burning a lot of purses, but. At the end of the day, they're going to be selling more than anybody else. And you see people walking around with the Louis because it's so exclusive. And so for me, it's for, it's real. It's like, yeah, it's unfortunate that they have eczema or whatever that they have. Because, and I think about uh, Heather Trotter, her kids have something similar to that. And she's now cooking. Um, um, I mean, Heather, man, she I'm talking about like she got a... YouTube series out now, you know, um, mm-hmm. I mean, just the whole nine, bro. Like, and she has to cook every meal. So for her and her husband and the kids, like she has to make special pancakes, special bread, yeah. special everything. Yeah. But it has made her into a this phenomenal chef because she had, a, she her kids literally cannot eat certain things. And so we're not telling anybody on the, you know, on podcast, do whatever. But I am just saying that sometimes when certain things seem like they're negative that happen to you, 
if you really look at it, sometimes that's an open door. Listen to me. We're going to be able to have a full disclosure conversation in a minute, but I want to wait to at least six months to a year to put something in practice first. But when I tell you I am thinking about this thing in a way I never thought about it, I'm looking at strategies in a ways I never strategized because at the end of the day, you're not going to stop me from being, you know, um, successful. Like there are certain opportunities that the Lord has created for this time. If you're living in 2019, they're just in, in America, there's certain opportunities that are available. And I will not, I repeat, I will not, not get everything that's coming to me. And some of the things that's coming to me, uh, C made a statement this morning. He texted me about something that I hit him. He said, too easy, E, too easy. But there are some things, Carl, that are not that easy. And it has really caused me to go, okay, the two easy things sometimes get me in trouble because the two easy thing, I'm like, okay, do this, this, and this, and this is going to happen. And so then other arenas, I say, do this, do this, this, and then it ain't happening. And I told God the other day, I was like, yo, God, what's going wrong? I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not out here sinning. I'm not, you know, committing adultery. I'm not out here wilding. Why is these doors closing on me over here? This don't make sense. And then I woke up this morning and he spoke to me like, this is why those doors are closing. I had to make a phone call and see, I had to tell some folks like on this one, this is working for me because of this, this and that. But then y'all on the team with me over here. And there's some things y'all probably doing in the dark that I don't know nothing about. And that's what's holding us up. So I would have never had that conversation. See, had these doors not closed on me. I'm like, yo, why are these doors closed? Like, that don't even make sense to me. Normally I do this and then this happens and then that happens. And I was just like, oh, look, y'all, y'all thinking that because I'm over here doing what I'm supposed to do, that we all going to be blessed because I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. But this ain't single tennis. It's like, like ain't Serena versus, you know, Sharapova. This is like, this doubles and we playing doubles and we losing and I'm not used to losing. So something's happening and we need to figure out what's happening so we can make the, the adjustments, you know? So it wasn't no like aggravating, like angry phone call. It had just hit me like... Yo, this is usually easy for me and it ain't easy, but I must admit that it's making me pull out stuff and think and use my time differently so that I can get over this particular obstacle. That's yeah, that's that's powerful, Carl. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah no. just, go for it, Carl. I was gonna say, just just don't be afraid, like and again, like don't be afraid to put yourself in that uncomfortable position of and, and here's where it starts, asking yourself. Why are you doing what you're doing? What's the goal? Because for real, if you are, and 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 I'm in, listen to what I'm saying. I'm in this phase. Evie just had a call with Ant this morning, and literally, this is where this conversation came from. I was like, yo, there's the the, the missing piece for most people is that you don't know what why you're doing what you're doing. When I was starting to edit, the guy that um the guy at the Big Ten Al that worked with me, so I'll, I'll explain it as quick as I can. So let's think about a sitcom. It's like a 30-minute show, right? So we would edit shows for the Big Ten Network. The show had to be exactly 22 minutes, 19 seconds, right, zero right. frames, right? Wow, exactly wow. that. You had to leave the breaks for commercials, and the break was two minutes, two seconds here. Um, I'm talking about exact. But watch this. And uh, for, for my listeners, we used to shoot either 24 frames or 30 frames per second. What that means is there's 30, think animation, 24 or 30 still photos every second. All right, he would literally just go through a whole edit this entire show and stop on one frame. Like there's, I don't know how many thousands of frames, but he would ask me, why did you put this here? 
And that, what am I seeing here and what am I hearing here? And why am I seeing that? Why am I hearing that at this exact point? And his point to me was, do not do anything that you are not exactly sure why you're doing it. And when I tell you it messed me up, because I would like, you know, again, it just felt good. I ain't got no real reason. It felt good. And, and actually, sometimes he would say, that's a good enough reason. Like, go with your gut. But for everything on that timeline that I had to edit, there had to be a justifiable reason as to why I put that shot there, why I put that audio with that. And I'm telling people, if you approach life like that, so like I said, I'm in this phase now, just questioning everything. Why am I doing this? Why am I not doing this? Why is this happening? And the majority of it, you'll realize, and I'm, I'll probably say 75, 80% of it is stuff that you don't even, you don't even like really want to do, just to be real with you. It's just stuff that it's just been around you. When I say want to do it, it's not like something that you just woke up like, this is my dream. You're doing it because it's the norm. You're doing it because everybody else around you is doing it. You're doing it because, you know, it's comfortable. And I'm, I'm challenging my thoughts. Why am I not here? Why am I not doing this? Why am, why am I doing this? Like everything that I'm doing now, like that timeline, like I want to have a real reason to why it's happening because that's the only way you're going to get, I'm going to call it the, the ET life. That's the, the 1%. That's the only way you get there is when everything is in alignment. Like when you know why you're doing this, why you woke up this morning, why did you do that yesterday? Why did you eat that? Why did you drink that? Why did you run four miles? Like when all these things are in alignment, dude, your life is exactly what you want it to be. It can't be like you're not going to experience that like that, whatever that is. E, you have to describe it to us. You're the only one there. Right, right, <laughs> but, right, right. I don't know um, what it is. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Like when things are in alignment, spiritually, oh, no, when you can it. control... Yeah, right, of <laughs> like that, like that, that, and that's the, like, that's like, let me put it this way, that's the quest that I'm on now, like for real, for real. That's what these last couple of weeks have been for me. Carl, don't get up and do nothing that you don't understand why you're doing it. I don't care who's asking you to do it. No disrespect to nobody. If your mom asks you to do something, like what, what, where is this going? Why are we doing this? Like uh-huh. everything you do from this point forward, it has to have a reason, a purpose, and it should be going in the direction that you're trying to go into or the God leading you, more importantly. But if it's not, then you gotta hopefully have those are two in the same. Hopefully those two are the same. Hopefully they're the same. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it's not, like Carl, you gotta be man enough to say, like, yo, I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. Like what Chuck said, no is a complete sentence. No. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's the quest that I'm on now. So I'm I'm sharing it with people, like he said, just because for if you can't explain why, then you're not gonna get to the place that you're really dreaming about. Like if you really can't explain it, then you end up doing it what everybody else is doing 90% of the time, and you're gonna get the same results everybody else is getting. Bottom line. Yeah, E, I'm about to pay for Carl to stay in Barbados. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I know, right. <laughs> Bar- Barbados, Carl getting his bag a little different. I'm gonna have yeah. to pay for another six week extension. Yeah. If we're gonna get this on the podcast, yeah. I can take yeah. a seat hey, for a couple weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is a different kind of podcast with Carl in his bag. Yep, we're gonna have to leave Carl out there. Um, all right, so um, I want to uh, make a, I guess keep along the same track, but maybe adjust a tad bit. I had a conversation over the weekend and, um, you know, get the insurance bucket ready. Uh, of course, y'all oh, are not going oh, to necessarily say names. And, and, I, and I told the individual that, you know, I was like, yo, I, I got to use this now because this is a good teaching moment, right? And so... I think, Carl, one of the things that you're talking about as you talk about the way your life has gone, of course, Mm -hmm. the exposure to Jamal was a big part of that, right? And so while you're around, you know, me and E, who are both savages in our own right, 
you still it took Jamal to to take you to an even higher level, right? Like, right. and that's all good, right? And so for all of us, I think when you look around, like the environment has played such a role. Like, I don't, I don't, and I don't want to speak for you, but I don't know if you had just stayed and really never rocked with me and E, if you'd have just kind of stayed in your own bubble, your own, you know, cocoon, had you, would you be making these type of moves right now, oh, right? Not, and that goes for me, E, not. that goes for all of us. I'm not oh. trying to say you, I'm myself included, right? And so it, it, there is a level of exposure that you have, right? And so I got a call over the weekend and a, 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 a gentleman I've known for quite some time now, and he hit me and was just like, you know, hey man, just want to let you know, you know, it's on my heart to, you know, just let you know, like, yo, whatever y'all need, I'm, I'm here. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm not really sure what that means. He's like, yo, you know, and it's something e that I don't, you could tell me how many times you've heard it, but so he was like, yo, I, you know, if I need to just carry bags, if I need, and I was like, for some reason, it, it like hit me different. You know what I'm saying? And so, listen, and and I get in trouble because on this podcast I speak super direct and I speak super direct in my real life because I don't like confusion and I like honesty. You know what I mean? I just do. You know what I mean? I like transparency, honesty. If you got an issue with me, tell me. If there's, you know, something wrong, tell me. And for whatever reason, when he said it, it hit different. And I know what he meant. Like, I know what he meant. He was just like, yo, I'm, I'm down to roll. And I had to be transparent and honest with him. And, and, and I guess the summary was just like, Bro, I don't need anybody to carry my bags. And like that's your way of, you know, and you don't and I told him, I said, you may not even realize it, but it's your way of shortcutting the process for yourself. Mm. There's something in you that thinks if you can get around me and E and carry bags, that somehow this savagery is gonna rub off on you. And it don't work like that. And I had to tell him that. And I had to be honest because I wanted him to grow. I said, okay, you're a speaker. And by the way, a talented speaker. A very ta he, he is off the Eric Thomas tree. Let's just say that. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, he, he studied E. You could tell he watches E. And he's got a good word. And he's a great dude. I mean, a great dude. And I had to be real with him, Carl. And I said, yo, you've been around me for four, five years now. You haven't even gone through Game Changers. And, and I, he was like, yeah, I know. And I said, yo, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but like, that's our farm system, right? Like, that's that's where we train people. And so I can't jump you above the people that we're training. And so I don't even want to name names, but, you know, shout out to Ant. Shout out to Mike Nelson. Shout out to Sean Hart. You know, John Jack, uh, John Medina, like, uh, Aisha. Uh, 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 Val, like there are people who came through the program, and I apologize. I know somebody else is out there is like, yo, remember my name? I'm I'm just freestyling off the top of my head, but there are people who have gone through our farm system who have said, yo, not only do I rock with y'all, I'm not trying to carry no bags. I'm trying to learn the art of savagery. And so what they've done is they've paid their money and they have invested into themselves to come through the system and learn. So the way I explained it to the young man was, it's like. We are the Yankees. The Yankees got a farm league team, right? Triple A, double A, single A, all the way down. And I say, yo, these people have come through the farm system, and now several of them are actually in the big leagues playing with us. Jorge, right? Mustafa, like, they're, they're actually training with E now. Like, they're, E's giving them gigs. They're actually getting paid for doing stuff with E. But they came through the training system. And your way of bypassing that training system is to say, Yo, 
I, I just want to be around. I want to be in the environment. I want to carry bags. Like, I don't need that. What we need is other savages in the circle. So when you look at a Jamal, when you look at a Josh, the people who have come into our circle now and our family, they were savages in their lives before they met us. And so if you're not a savage, you need to invest in yourself to become a savage, but you do not get to usurp that process by some trick of the trade. Like, yo, I, can't, I got one carry on. I don't need anybody to carry my bags. We got volunteers at every single conference, and I appreciate and love every volunteer. We're good on volunteers. What we need is other people who can go out and hunt. And so I had to explain to him, and, and, I, and I was like, yo, I hope you get this. It's not me. And trust me, I'm not even saying this so you can come through the Game Changers program and put any money in my pocket. I'm not interested. Have you gone to any speaker training program? Right? Because you have the gift, but you don't have the system. And I think sometimes, man, people get into this space where they like, they want something and they try to do the bare minimum to get it. And I'm like, it just don't work like that. Like, we'd never call Les Brown and say, yo, Les, I, I just want to learn up under you. I, I, you know, can we carry your bags? Like, I'm not tripping. And I know there's some romantic stories, right, of people who, like, started off carrying bags. And then you worked your way all the way up the ladder. And I'm like, cool, I understand that. But I'm not looking for that at this particular time. That boat was about seven, eight years ago when E started, when I was carrying our books to every event. Right, he might still need somebody to carry his boxes around for him. <laughs> but you missed that boat about seven years ago when that was a valuable commodity to us. Mm. Now you and, and listen to what I'm trying to say. I hope y'all understand what I'm saying. Listen to what Carl just said. Carl on the beach, doggone it, for a month straight with his kids because Jamal came into the circle and was an absolute savage already, and oh. showed Carl how to get to it. Carl don't need nobody to carry his uh, recording equipment. He needs somebody who could show him how to get to that next level. And I'm sure there's things Carl has done for Maul. There's things I have done for Maul. Maul has done for me. Josh has done for me. I've done for Josh. That's why the relationship is mutual. And what happens is when you try to come in on the, I just want to do something that doesn't even really add any tangible value and skip the process, I have an issue with that. And so I told him that. And then there was a conversation about the money that it took. I said, bro, the program is $1,000 a month. I've known you for years. Listen to what I'm trying to say, and I promise you, do not take the, like, like, really, man, you might need to turn this off and pray about it before I say it. And I'm not talking to the young man, I'm talking to you, whoever's listening. I said, bro, I'm not trying to be funny. The program is $1,000 a month. It takes about an average of four months to get certified. That's for our program. I think John Maxwell may be $5,000. Please do not sit up in here and act like $1,000 a month is everything, because it's not. $1,000 a month is not everything. So please, I, if you need to cut this off, if you need to pray before you hear this, listen to what I'm saying. I promise you, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be a, an elitist. So please hear this with your spirit. I told, I, I said to him, listen, the program is $1,000 a month and you're saying you want to be a speaker, right? I got the number one motivational speaker in the world and I am elite at what I do in training speakers. And, and I'm not bragging. That's about the only thing I do really well. That is one of them as I know how to show people how to get to it with the speaking. And I said, it's $1,000 a month. Please don't ever call me again and say, you're trying to get the money together. I'm just being real. It's $1,000 a month, you a grown man. I, I don't ever in life 
want to hear that you're telling me this is a top priority for you and you can't come up with $1,000 per month, $4,000 total. Like I said, John Maxwell might be five grand. It could be a whole nother program. I don't care. It could be, you could have called me and told me you was acting and it was five grand to go to Denzel Washington's acting camp. I don't care. I don't ever want in your life you to call me and tell me you working on getting the $1,000 together. You are elite at your craft. You are a child of God. $1,000, please don't make it like 500000 Please do not right. do that. It's $1,000 right. a month, doggone it. There are teenagers who can come up with $1,000 a month taking cans back to the store. There are things you can do if this is your absolute dream, and we've been around you for years now, and you cannot tell me you have not been able to come up with the money. And if you haven't, that's a self-problem first, and you need to address right. that with yourself. I don't need right. you to carry my bags. I need you to get $1,000 a month. Not only so you can come into the program, so you can show yourself that you're capable of $1,000 a month. There is no way you could track ET into your life right now if you can't make $1,000 a month. You cannot attract it. And that, it's not even on no money stuff. It's on a level of commitment, grind, everything. Sacrifice, all of those things. It's $1,000 a month. If you couldn't come up with that, how in the world do you expect to attract an Eric Thomas? I, I, I will be real. People talk about me and E's relationship all the time. The reason it's so dope is because we don't need each other. Don't get it twisted. I know how to make money on my own. If, if E.T. was nowhere around, I would be good. I promise you. I promise you, if I never, I always joke with E. He was a three when I came into his life and we took him to a 10. We always, ah, ha, 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 funny for the podcast. I promise you, if C.J. Quinney never came into Eric Thomas' life, he would be balling right now, this second. If Jamal never came into our circle, we would be balling. If Jamal never met us, he would be balling. Josh was balling when we met him. And I don't just mean financially. I mean, they had something to give. And I think people don't understand that in order to attract a savage, you must become a savage. Like, yo, I'm just looking out. It's shark week, right? And I'm just watching like the shark thing. And I'm looking and I'm like, yo, they put like something in the water and all the sharks came. And when the big sharks came, Carl, all the rest of them had to leave. Okay, so let me let me slow down because I, I want y'all to get this. So I'm watching Shark Week, and there's like this big whale carcass, right? That like floated up some kind of way, a whale car. I don't know, huge. I don't know if it was a blue whale, uh, sperm whale, whatever. It was a huge. It was just floating there, and so there, Carl. There must have been fifty little, just like just sharks. You know, what I, mean? I don't even know what they were. You know what I mean? Just little little guys, about five feet long. And then came the great whites. And when the great whites came around, everybody else had to move. Like, get, get out of here. It's time for the big dogs to eat. And so in order to eat at that table, you have to become something. And how do you become something? Either you invest in yourself and get to that level, or you better be super dope already in order to come eat at that table. But you do not get there carrying bags. That's not it. You get there doing what the great whites did to get there, if that makes sense. And so I'm going to try to get Jamal on the phone. I'm, 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 I'm going to call Jamal and have him jump in here because, Maul, again, you, you don't even get at, I, I don't even know that you get to the table E by asking, right? I'm just being real. Like, I, I don't even know that you can get there by being like, yo, I'm a great white. Let me at the table. You just got to start savaging and killing stuff. And I believe that some kind of way people come together. And so for us, when you look at Maul, Maul was coming to the conferences, but Maul never came up to me like, yo, let me get on the speaking tip. Where's Nikki? Let me get my IG together. 
He just came around, was killing it. We found out, was like, yo, you a great white too? Come in the, oh, bet, come in the circle. And so I felt bad. And, and I, like I said, I probably hurt somebody's feelings talking right now. And I hope what I'm saying is not taken out of context that we can't mess with nobody who, I'm just saying you cannot shortcut the process. I, was, I can't say I was always uh, uh, executing at the level that we execute on. That wasn't the case. We went through some hardships, right? We just talk about the book, Zero to a Million. We went through some rejection, some me falling on the floor and why me and E being like, get your butt up. There was a training ground that we went through to get to this level. And I didn't carry E's books. I got on the phone for hours and was trying to convince people that we needed to speak there and we needed to check. Me and Carl put together programs and camps and manuals and fail after fail after fail. That's what made us a great white. It wasn't, it wasn't yo, let me, let me get in there, E.E. E. Let me just uh, come and, 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 and drive you around. Nah. I had to really kill in order for E to be like, yo, I need this kid around. I want this kid around me, not need. I'm, I'm sorry. Go for it, E. No, 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 no. Keep going. I just wanted to say, Carl has said one time, uh, and I just had this challenge with an individual. Um, Carl was like, yo, we had put all this stuff together and we didn't even use it. And somebody had came to me recently on the same thing. And Inky said something. And I was like, man, I wish I could have told y'all this way. Because I was kind of like, you know, I'm not a real high C. You know, when you take the assessment, I'm not a high C. So I don't necessarily chronicle stuff. I just know. I know it. I don't know. I can't always define it. But when people do that, it's like. I ask y'all to do it, not because of the camp, but the process. You know, and so somebody just came to me, it was like, yo, I did all of this for you and you didn't use it. And I'm just like, wow, first of all, like people don't get it. I'm not God. Just because we do something, it don't mean it's gonna happen because we want it to happen. Like, I'm not God. I don't know for sure that if you do this, this, and that, this is gonna happen. And number two. <laughs> they should have called Carl. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, I can yeah. tell you that whole story, bro. <laughs> yeah, Inky always says it. It's like, I look at the people that are around us, see, and who are trying to blow up like us, who are literally around us, been around us for years. And it's like, that's the part you're missing. It's the process that you're supposed to be, like, clamoring over. And you're, you're, you are the opposite. Right. You are the product. It is, at, it, is not, it is not the, I did all this work and I didn't get to do nothing. No, when you do all the work, you're becoming. It is not the work. It's the, and I got to make sure y'all, they get this. I'm sorry. See, you got to make it watch it, Karate Kid. That's all. Don't yeah. even. <laughs> yeah, wax <laughs> on, wax off. Yeah, wax on, wax off. It, it, listen to me. It is not the stage that you want. The stage does not bless you. The stage is a reflection of who you are, and you get blessed based on what you've done once you got on that stage. So once you get on the stage, it's over. And I can't tell you how many NFL and NBA players specifically that I work with who cannot stand Monday, I think most of them off on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's like they can't stand it. They want Sunday, and it's like, yo, do you know you cannot compete with Jerry Rice if all you like is Sunday? You, you can't get with Jerry Rice. It's, it's a wrap, bro. You'll never be um, you, you'll never be a Tom Brady. What makes Jerry Rice and Tom Brady, Tom Brady and Jerry Rice, is that they love Monday practice and Tuesday and uh, uh, the 
Tuesday, while you off, they practicing. And Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, they, they actually love the other days more than they like the big day. And that's why they can perform on a big day. So I need y'all to understand what CJ is saying. You, you don't want to carry my bags. You want to share the stage with me. And you're being manipulative and carrying my bag so you could get to the stage. And, and, and you, don't, you don't get it. So, so Maul didn't come to be on stage. Maul literally came and paid his money with his family because Maul wanted to get around savages so that he could, he could practice more. And, and like, <laughs> let me say it again. He literally joined this squad and paid to join this squad. And I told y'all last week, and I don't know if we're going to get to it or not, but when Maul came and Josh came, C went to another level of savage because he was able to practice with white, with the white shark. He was, he was, he was able to practice with them. And so before he might've been a white, and, but he wasn't able to practice with them. You feel me? He wasn't, he was still like, he was practicing as hard as he could and doing as much as he could as a lion, but he was not, he, he, he wasn't necessarily in a environment of other lions. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm not no lion, bro. Like I, I, I know who I am, I'm a, I'm a hyena. Like I'm not a lion. You know what I'm saying? But I can go in the jungle and, and I can hold my own and I can fight. But but my strength has always been surrounding myself with people. So I'm a hyena in that I surround myself with 10, 20 other strong people and we're, we're able to accomplish whatever. But I don't, I don't necessarily have the power to stand alone. I've never done anything alone by myself. You know, so C was, you know, with us and, you know, helping us. But then when he was able to get with the other lions, the other white, you know, the great whites, then I saw him go to another level. Yeah, but let me say this though, E, because somebody's gonna misunderstand what I'm saying and think that you gotta be aggressive. And, no, and not, it, that's you, not what you, I'm you saying. You see what I'm all. saying? I'm not saying aggressive. I'm saying Yeah, but I, I don't he, want them to misinterpret it and be like, oh, because I'm not C and I'm not boisterous and I'm not, you know, confronting people. That's no, no, that's no, no, not no, what no, I'm no, talking it's, about. It's I'm talking about at whatever you do, being a savage. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's actually, it's actually the opposite is, is exactly what I just said. What I just said was the process. Like, that's right, what I just said. Right. You were able to get into, you, you, you were able to take what you did to the level you could take it to, and then God brought other people who could spar with you to take it to that mm -hmm. level. So that, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's, it's never been right. about... The, it's never been about what you do and people get caught up on what you do and you can't be mad at them, see, because all they see is what you do. They don't get the opportunity. Like, you're not putting your sparring on online. You're not putting your sparring, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not doing that. So when we do a conference, you're not showing them your sparring on, right. at, at the you conference. Only like, you the might try to fight. take it and you know you might try to take it. And we need to do it twenty four seven, like HBO. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, they don't see it. One thing real quick, E, let me just add this real quick. It looks so easy when you see it in the limelight Absolutely. because of all the sparring. You know what I'm saying? So it looks, Absolutely. and I think that's the part that's deceiving to people because it looks so seamless when he get up there and he ain't got no paper, he ain't got, he, he ain't even using the slot, whatever. But it's because you're not seeing all the other stuff that goes into it. And you know what I told him yesterday? I mean, I told him in South Carolina, I never even thought about this before. I said, see, and what really makes it look easy when I do it is my vocabulary. So you oh. looking at me and you listening, I ain't using no, I ain't using over sixth grade um, vocabulary. <laughs> like none of my words over sixth grade. So so when you listening to me, you like, oh, that's stupid easy. He ain't even like, he ain't even really necessarily using no big words. 
You know, so because sometimes I look at Chuck, and when Chuck would speak, you know, it, people would be in the audience, and it would be some level of intimidation or some level of, oh, that's deep. You know what I'm saying? And, and again, he's a master at what he does. But I think what I do, not wrong, but what, but because I do, like, I, I study big words all the time. You feel me? So like when I was working on a PhD, when you're taking a stats class, that's some big, that's some big words. I just don't use them because of, like, I just don't think it's necessary it, the way I uh, teach to do that. And so now what you're doing is you're looking at me going, that was a fourth grade word. That was a fifth grade word. I can do that. And it's like, oh, you're not, but you didn't see the 34 hours that I put in this week studying big words and in the thesaurus and breaking those words down. You know what I'm saying? And saying, okay, which word are the people going to understand? Because I got to give them this concept, but these words might be too deep. Which one? And so, see, now we probably need to get our own insurance claim because we're the ones that's messing up. Because what we're not doing is that we're not showing you our sparring. We're not showing you the practice. And like I said, had I not said it, see, I don't even know if you, I don't know, I'm not saying you didn't know it, but I'm saying you did, you're not paying attention to it. I watched you when Josh came and 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 um, Maul came and was like, oh, oh, she going to another level. It's just like with KD when he got with Golden State. KD had been a, 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 a savage, but nobody called him a sniper at first. I don't remember sniper when he was with Thunder. I don't remember that term being used. But when he got with Golden State, now all of a sudden he a sniper. Why? Because now he's sparring, he's practicing with other Hall of Famers. And as a result of practicing with other Hall of Famers, what do you do? You naturally go to the level of your, of your squad. So, so to C's point, I don't care what you are. You need to be sparring with people who are in your circle and then sparring with people out your circle. I spar with D's. I spar with other I's. I spar with S's, I spar with C's, like, but of, but of course, you know, I got my core training that I do, but I come out of that and get with other people because I understand in order for me to be great, I've got to practice, 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 practice. So I'm practicing with Carl because Carl's going to be in the audience. So when I go speak tomorrow, Carl's going to be in the audience. Um, uh, what's his name? Mustafa's going to be in the audience. Uh, CJ is going to be in the audience. Uh, E.T. going to be in the audience. So if I'm able to spar with those guys on a regular basis, when I get up and speak, that's why you're going to be like, yo, E deep. How did he speak to everybody? Well, it's simple. I didn't, I didn't do it because it's a natural gift. I did it because I looked at the, per I took a personality test. I got certified. I didn't get certified so I could make more money. I got certified so I could be better at what I do. And so I'm not in the audience just talking to my own personality. And then the other personality is sitting in there going, man, that was whack. But all the eyes walking out like, he was sweet. That was the best message I ever heard. But then other people are like, ah, that wasn't that deep. But if I can learn each personality and know how to say it in a way that you're going to be able to embrace it, even though I look like it's fifth grade or sixth grade, you're not seeing the stuff that I'm doing behind the scene. So I think that's, man, see, yeah, we, this, yeah, this yeah, needs to I be do, a conference. I, I want to come back. This should be a 2020 conference. Yeah, no, no, no. I agree with everything y'all saying. I think here, here's the thing I want to. Now that I've calmed down a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Let me, <laughs> no question. Yeah, let, <laughs> no me, question. let me try to. Okay, <laughs> so in your own space, I don't care what you do. Like I, I don't care. And and it, there's a there are people in our circle. Now I just named the, the most visible people who you guys know about, but I'll say a couple other names of people who are savages that you may not know. So Nikki is a yeah. savage. 
Savage. Like she, so mm-hmm. the reason e social media is on blaze yeah. like it is, and yeah. you got every celebrity and everybody else in the world reposting videos and doing videos, she is a savage. Okay, let me say this, and, and let me let me just give you an example, right? So the previous person that we had running e social media used to tell us that it was impossible to blow up e social media in the way that we wanted to blow it up because he's not around e. Right? So therefore, how could you possibly post stories, right, if I'm not with him? Like, he's on the road, I don't see him for whatever. I I am not able to take this social media to the level that I can take it to because he's not with me. Where does Nikki live? Virginia. (laughs) Nikki live 10 states away and has E's social media bumping like she with him 24-7. Every single day, you get a new video in the morning, probably the afternoon, and you get stories every single day. So now he went from whatever he had to over a million, 10 times faster, because she is a savage. Now, you don't see Nikki speaking a whole lot, although you will see her speaking at the Verified Conference in Philly, right? Because the social media aspect is a huge component to you getting to that next level, right? So you will see her talking on stage. Uh, Shout out to Jose as well. But you will see them at this conference, but you don't see them all the time. And Nikki is not the most vocal, let me step up and tell everybody who I am. But guess what? She attracted us because she is a savage in her lane. Let me give you another name you may not know. Marshall. Marshall is about as tame a guy. I love Marshall. That's my dude. And shout out to 120 Designs. They're going to do it. They're going to sponsor. They're going to get a sponsorship of the podcast here shortly, so I'll be doing a read for them very shortly. Marshall is a graphic designer. Savage. I don't Savage. know that I've ever heard Marshall raise his voice above a whisper. <laughs> I'm just being real. That's my dude. Oh. Marshall caught he's super chill. Super chill and laid back. But let me tell you something. His logos, his graphics, his websites. websites. You ain't seen nothing like it. I was, I was with Adam over the weekend. He told me, oh, I, just, I just got with Marshall. Marshall doing my whole website. I saw his work. He gave, sent me a sample. He called me right back after I hit him. He was very professional. But getting it done, boom, get the check, do a great job. He's out. Savage. So I'm not telling you you need to be this huge personality. I'm not telling you you need to be this, you know, a, a host of, like, you know, uh, in events or anything like that. I'm just saying whatever it is that you say you do, what is your proof that it works? There's a reason Tiffany Montgomery is traveling with us now. Why? She's a savage. Savage. Mm. Tiffany mm. got an uh, extra two, 300 women coming out to the conferences because of who she is. She got 2,000 women at her own conference. Inky, a savage. Inky on the road killing it, doing his thing. Savage. And so when you look around, don't think that I'm just talking about you, you a multi-millionaire and you smashing it in your lane and that's the only people I want to talk to. No, I want to know what is your proof that you're a savage in your lane. Maul, are you there? I, I, I called Maul. Let me see if Maul is, is with us yet. Yeah, see, I'm here, bro. What's going on? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, so I don't know how much of the conversation you heard. You know, hopefully you heard, you know, quite a bit of it. Um, but I, I want to know from you. I guess, first of all, congratulations this weekend. I heard it was amazing. I've been getting texts, phone calls. Carl was talking on the beginning of the I'm podcast. blew out. Yeah, yeah he's all kind of messages. Yeah. It keeps getting better and better, man. Every time we say that, we don't see how it can get any better. 
Um, it's just, I mean, you know what? And it's crazy because <laughs> this program was, was, was started to show people how to create generational wealth and how to renovate properties and, you know, rehab properties. But what I'm starting to see is that it's actually starting to rehab people. It's, mm. it's, it's, the, it's rehabbing people's mm-hmm. mindset. It's, it's going past. Mm-hmm. This ain't even real estate. We're finding out that the, 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 most, the most precious piece of real estate is you. Mm. And so we are actually, these two days is actually gutting out the mindset. Everything that was put inside your head from birth, all the wrong things about get a good job, let the company take care of you, um, retire in, in 30, 40 years. And then you can, when you're 70 years old, you can retire and live the American dream. But not walk. We're renovating. <laughs> right. We're- <laughs> right. You remember we was on a cruise where, you know, everybody, I think all the restaurants closed at 9 o'clock because it was like everybody was in bed, you know, that type of yeah. deal. And so we're yeah. actually seeing, man, that like, people are really, they like, man, I, did, I came here to learn how to renovate properties, but, bro, you just renovated me. Like, bro, mm. I'll never be the same. Mm. I'll never be the same. So, bro, I'm just excited, bro. When I say I'm excited, I got so many messages, I can't even read them all right now. So it's just, it's wow. just crazy, bro. Well, yeah, no. Nah, so shout out to everybody uh, who, who's been going through Maul's courses. For those of y'all on the podcast, like, yo, where's the information? When when can I? We'll bring Maul back on. We're going to open it up shortly. We, we started with some pilots, you know, some pilot programs. And uh, as you can hear, you know, <laughs> it's been a success. So we will be opening it up to the general public very, very shortly. Right now, it's only been for the individuals who uh, come out and attended the conference. For those of you coming to um, the 1% and things like that, you already know what we're talking about. But those of you in podcast land who are saying, yo, I haven't been able to make it to an event. How do I get to Maul's conference? We'll have information for you very shortly. But Maul, that's not what we're talking about today. We're actually talking about attracting savages into your life and attracting you know, other great whites, <laughs> right? Like uh, other people who can white. hunt at a high level. And so walk us through, because I know you you had grown to the point, and, and, and listen, Every don't don't okay. So let me let me let me take my time. You get people more who say like, "Yo, I'm in my city, and you know I've you know I I can't connect with nobody because nobody else is a shark, right? Nobody else is a savage. Nobody else is a wolf. Like it's just me. But what happens is the fish grows to the size of the tank, and so you have to hit capacity first, right? And so I think for you, Maul, and you can explain it to us. You grew to the size of the tank, and then you couldn't grow no more because the tank was too small. And so I think people are like hitting me up when you're still a tadpole in the tank. Like, yo, you got more room to grow there first. Like, don't come over here. Like, don't come to the ocean yet. Like, stay in that little tank until you can no longer grow anymore in there. Until you have maximized it. And I think for you, Ma, in your area, in your you, you know friendship circle and everything else. I think you had peaked and you said, yo, this bowl now, I, I, I need a, a, a straight up aquarium because this bowl is no longer large enough to hold me. So walk us through, you know, the frustration that you were having and why you chose to to kind of, you know, come around this particular circle. Yeah, man, no, this is this is a great topic because I'm hearing this a lot. You know, a lot of people always ask me about, man, how did you, man, how did you do it, man? How did you connect with ETA? How did you you know, get with Eric Thomas. How you doing this? How you doing that? I'm like, bro, I, I didn't try. I'm going to be for real with you. Like, I didn't try to do this. Like, I was just being me. I was just being taking care of me. I was trying to be the best version of myself. I wasn't trying to, you know, connect with Eric Thomas and CJ and Carl. I wasn't trying to be in their circle. I was just 
running my own race. And it's crazy because I talk about this all the time. See, remember, I think last time we was together, I was talking about that ninth mile effect. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we run marath- I run marathons like well, I was running marathons all the time. And it's something, man, like you got, you, got, you got thousands of people out there, thousands. And here it is. You've been training, you know, for a year. You just running, you, tr- you practice on a treadmill, you get up every single morning and you run in your race, you know, you running and practicing, trying to prepare for this marathon. Now you can tell some people, they practice harder than other people. You know, um, I had a couple friends that ran with me one time and they were, you know, they didn't train. They was like, oh man, I got this. It's not, it's not that hard. And it shows. So when we started running, see, we were literally, we started on the first mile. We was all together. We was taking pictures together. We were smiling like, oh man, it's nothing. We got on mile number five. We were still together. You know, I was keeping the pace. They was a little bit, maybe two or three steps behind me. But then all of a sudden, something happened on that ninth mile. And it happens every single time we run a marathon. On the ninth mile, the ninth mile will always show who prepared for the race. Mm. It will always Mm. show who prepared for the race. And every single time, like clockwork. Now, here it is. For months, I get up every single morning at 5.30, and I get outside, and I prepare for the race. I prepare for the race. But for some reason, my friends that want to run with me, they never train as hard as I do. They never train as hard as I do. But on that ninth mile is when you're going to have to make a decision. Because on that ninth mile is when my friends are usually saying, AJ, you're going to slow down, bro? I can't keep up. I can't keep up. But then yet, it's people that surround you that you don't even know. They're mm. running that same pace that you're running because they train the same way that you train. And it shows. And so at that point, you're going to make a decision on that ninth mile. Either I'm going to continue to go with these strangers that I don't even know. I'm going to continue this pace because they run the same pace I'm running. Or I'm just going to say, you know what? I'm going to stick around with my friends and I'm just going to lay back and kind of slow down so that we can all stay together. And I say that to say that that's how my life has been. I've been around people, bruh that literally have not trained. They don't understand why they can't keep the pace with me. And the reason why they can't keep the pace with me is because they don't want to wake up and do the things that I do every single day. And so now when I'm running my race through life, they wondering, man, how is it that you running with CJ? How is it that you keep the pace with E? Because they trained in their own right, in their own city, in their own state. They've been getting up training just like I have. And so now in life, we're all on that ninth mile and we're running the pace. And so on that ninth mile is when we get together now and say, hey, we're running the same pace, let's go. And we keep at pace with each other to get through this marathon, and then everybody else that did not train, they just back and fall off to the wayside, or they surround themselves with people that's running their pace. So a person can't never get mad at you, in my opinion, for, not, for us not slowing down, because we mm. train to be here. We stay disciplined. It takes a lot, man, to keep pace in life, in a, even in a marathon. It takes a lot. You have to be disciplined with your eating. You got to be disciplined with your workout. You got to be disciplined with your sleep. But other people, man, they just get up. They still live in that same kind of way. They get up, party, right, and right. everything that they should not do. They know they got to run a race, but they... But then you want what I got, and you want me to slow down to give it to you. Mm. No, you, they, they want you to slow down to, to stay on the same pace with them. But the Whoa. thing about it is, whenever you're running a marathon, it's, a, it's not even a race against the person that's next to you. It's a race against time. <laughs> A marathon is a race against yeah. time. Yeah. And that's the same thing. That's the same thing that's going on right now in life. So I met CJ. I met E. I met Carl. I met Josh. I met them on the ninth mile. If I slow down, now my time is slower. So when I finally get through the finish line, now I'm looking at the time 
And I'm like, man, I just came in slower than what I should have came in at. And that's the same thing with life. If I slow down to, to make my friends feel better, what am I going to miss out in life? What is my kids going to miss out in life? What is my wife going to miss out in life by me slowing down? But by me keeping pace with those brothers, those people that surround me, even though I don't know them, even though they live in different states, even though we all, we don't have, I didn't know you, CJ, in high school. I can't even talk about, you know, what I did, what we did in high school, what right, we did right. growing up. E, I can't even, you know, you born in Chicago, but we don't have no, no memories of us together, yeah. kicking in high school, going to, no. going to a home run in pizza. We ain't got no. none of them stories. No, Carl, brother, same thing, dog. We can't talk about, man, when we was uh, playing high school football together. We hmm. can't talk, we ain't got no stories that we share from the past, but yet we all still running the same pace. We got the same time. And so our talk is more about future talk. <laughs> we mm. talk about every time me and C mm. get together, every time me and Carl get together, every time me and E get together, we talk about the future. But you can always tell people that ain't running your time that's slower because they all talk about the past. <laughs> yeah. take next, see you next week. <laughs> and it's crazy because the people that's not running your pace, they, they behind you. And that's why they but talk you know about what, the past. Ma, this is, and, I, and again, I just want to, like, not that I've ever run a marathon before, um, but I, I will tell you this, as somebody that really enjoys running and I've studied it, you know, my whole life, the, the, I think here's the challenge. The first nine miles are all about work. The next, the next miles are all about the mind. Once you get to the ninth mile, bro, it's about the mind at that point. It's, you're not running on your legs no more or your arms no more. You know, like, once you get past... Like, if you've ever done over five or six miles, once you get over six miles, you're at a point now, bro, where it's just like smooth sailing if, if, if you can control your mind because you have already dogged your body out. Like, the body can only run, like, the average body can only run a mile or two, and they through. Three miles and it's over. 30 minutes, the average body's like, I'm through. So when you start getting up to nine and above, it's a mental game at that point. Your, your mind has taken over. Your spirit has taken over. And it's like, yo, follow me. You, your, your mind and your spirit is telling your body, follow me from this point forward. And so a lot of you have been able to get up to nine because you work and your work has got you there. But if you're going to get past that knife, it's all mental after that. There's no, there's no, put your hands down. It's a wrap. The, your hands don't work past nine. Put, put your hands down. Put the put the hammer down. Put the you know put the shovel down. You know I'm not saying that you you won't ever you know have to you know maybe show somebody or use it. But I'm saying at that point forth, bro, it's all mine after that. Mine over matter, bro. Yeah, man. But ain't it crazy though how how people, man, when they when they when they run a race, it's just like you you will literally surround yourself with people that's running the same pace that you're running. It happens organically. It literally yeah. happens organically. Yeah. I have never yeah. crossed the finish line with people, man, that I grew up with. Yeah. <laughs> as crazy wow. as that sounds, same, same neighborhood, went to the same school, we went to the same, yeah. but the commitment level was totally different. Yeah. And so I think people in life, man, you got to be afraid. You can't be afraid to run your pace. You have to run your pace. You got to run it because you're going to find other individuals that's running that same. That's the only way you're going to find other individuals. I met, mm. I'm telling you, if anybody listening, I met... E, I met CJ, I met Carl, I met Josh, 
by running my pace and by training. <laughs> by, by training for my pace. <laughs> 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 Eight miles. Shout out to everybody who dropped dead at eight miles. He's nervous. Hey, do me a favor. Eddie, title this podcast Eight Mile. You know what I'm saying? For everybody who dropped off. At the eighth mile and At never made it to mile, nine man. mile with more. <laughs> hey, I'm so glad that this is metaphorical, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I promise you. Y'all talking about eight miles. I'm like, look, if I get to one, it's a miracle. You know what I'm saying? With actual running. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's, just, it's just so true, man. It's so true. When I tell you this, it's almost an end. Now, it's like I run when we run marathons. It's like now my boys automatically know. They're like, yeah, Jay, you're going you gonna, to you gonna leave us on the ninth mile. Hmm. You're going to leave us. And so they're like, we're just trying to keep up. But the thing about it is don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged if you don't run the pace of an ET. Don't be discouraged if you don't run the pace of a, of a Carl, if you're not running the pace, a pace as a CJ. Because what usually happens when a person runs faster than you, it usually stretches it usually yeah, stretches. Yeah, you're going to catch up with them sooner or later. You're going to catch yeah. up. It's going to make yeah. you run faster. Than, than what your normal time is. Yeah. So, but don't. But at the same time, though, don't be mad if that person is not slowing down to to, to let you just cross the finish line. Yes. Yeah. You know, mm, we have to run up. our race. Yeah, yes. we gotta run our race so yes. that we can push you, so that we can yeah. have something for you to catch on. Yeah, and I think it's important that, and and that's why. Listen, that's why you got to pay to play. That's it right there. That that's it right there. Like Maul is running a course because. And you have to pay for that because you have to be able to compensate somebody if they got to slow down and, and, and teach you, mm. which is fine. But it's an even exchange. Like, that's the yeah. whole ticket to it. You think Ma, you, you expect Ma to be like, yo, I'm about to just show every, like, Ma, remember you first came on the podcast, you was like, yo, I don't know what to do. I got 10 million emails. And I was like, yeah, no doubt, because you, you have life-changing information. And you'll find yeah. the difference between those people who say, okay, I'm willing to invest in myself. And I'm willing to pay for a service or a product to get to that next level, like we all did, right? Like, okay, Maul gotten is in this circle because what? Because Maul was come. Listen, because I don't want anybody to think we're trying to exclude anybody or making people pay. When why didn't you do this for free? Maul got into the circle and it's in the circle because he came to doggone every single conference VIP for years. Don't romanticize it. It ain't that Maul is cool and he got big muscles and he got, you know, and, and, and a bald head. That's not why he's in this group. No, no, no. Let's be real. Josh. Why, why is Josh in the circle, E? Oh, uh, right up front. He added value right up front. For he me, paid he E five figures yeah. years ago yeah. to come speak uh -huh. to his company. He yeah. invested in himself. Not just like, oh, I'll carry your bags. Ten grand that he paid E back in the day to come speak to his staff because he saw E as that valuable. He invested in himself to get to this level and you think you're going to carry somebody bags and get there. It's not going to happen. I promise you. You need to invest in yourself. I promise you. That is the ticket. You need to get around people, get the information. Like, uh, again, the names I, of the people I named earlier who have come through Game Changers and become certified speakers and the people E has trained on the disc assessment, they've all paid to play. They've all paid and invested in themselves to get to that next level. So this is not me telling you, invest in yourself, invest in yourself so we can get rich. This is me saying, yo, 
all the successful people that you see and you know, they have taken something and invested. And I promise you, that broke, poor mentality that you have, that you, oh, I got, I, I, I got to hold on to this because, and then you go and spend it on stupid stuff, I promise you. And then wondering why you never got to the right. next level. I promise you. Right. Go ahead. So I was going to say, see, don't, like, Kendall keeps coming to mind. Kendall, like, and again, Kendall was around us for I don't know how long. We found out after Kendall was in the Game Changers program. Kendall was doing coaching with CJ, and Kendall was sleeping in airports. Like, yep. we didn't know half of the stuff that was going on, but to C's point, Kendall was like, yo, I see the value in this. I want to run at that pace. I'm going to make whatever sacrifice I have to make to be there. This dude, listen to what I'm saying. He was at the events doing security with E and did not have a flight back home. He was stranded in airports many times. We found this out like years after, but again, he took All the right, step babe, to do that's whatever. That's the key, though, E. That's the key. He didn't say to E, E, yo, I, you know what I'm saying? I just want to let you know I love you. I'm yep. doing the security for you. Yo, I'm sleeping in the airport tonight. So that E could be like, oh, okay, Kendall, let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, ah, that's not, that, that's huge. E, I, yeah, keep going, Carl, that's huge. No, no, I mean, that, that was the point. I just want people to understand it. Go for it, go for it. No, no, I just want to more, um, you know, see what you're saying early. Like, I want people to think about money. I don't want people to think about money. And, and so I, I want to make a quick point. So I had somebody recently hit me up and they was like, yo, E, uh, I haven't talked to you in a while and I want to do coaching again. And they were paying me $10,000 a month. I ain't called them back yet, see? I ain't called them back yet. So for those of you who think it's about the money, I ain't called back yet. You feel me? Like you make me, you make your wife look like you, you, you make your husband look like, you make your kids look like, like you made me look stupid because you didn't pay me all this money and then you ain't changed. So that don't help my brand. That don't help mm. me. You're not doing me no favors, giving me no money. You feel what I'm saying? And so the, I already know they, they gave me 10 before. I could start with more. Like, yo, give me 15, 20 this time. I didn't even call back. I didn't even respond to the text like that. You understand what I'm saying? And, and the reason why I feel C on sacrifice, we're not talking about money, but you, you got to make some type of sacrifice because here's what I'm realizing. Uh, I got a, a, a group, paparazzi I'm speaking to tomorrow, and it's the most I've ever made. Like, they paid me the most I've ever made. Watch this. They will require the least. They will require the least, bro. Yep. It's like people yep. who play the game, they know how the game is played. They will require the least. Somebody will give me 10, 20 grand, think they doing something, I gotta take, look, let me tell you something. Paparazzi has paid me the most they've ever paid me. I've ever been paid to speak nationally. Watch this. <clears throat> it won't be a line full of people. I won't have to do a meet and greet. I won't have to take a picture with everybody and their mama. And I don't, I don't have a problem doing it. But I'm telling you, when people pay you what you're worth, they value you, and they're not trying to nickel and dime you. They're not asking me to do a million Ouch. things, get there early, oh, stay bro. late. They're not asking for that. They pay me the more. Somebody give me 10 grand, bro. They want to talk to me 50 times a day. Bro, why would I waste? Why would you pay me for coaching? Why would, I, why would you pay me $10,000 to coach you? And I got to talk to you 20 times. Dangers of a, a discount, month. dog. Bro, <laughs> I got to talk to you 20 times. I'm about to do paparazzi. This is what they told me. You can speak from 40 to 60 minutes. It's a wrap. We will never talk again. We will never have another conversation. See, we, we, we'll never have another conversation. They, they, they won't ask me to call them next week because they paid me this kind of money. It, and so I'm trying to explain to you, for those of you who don't play the game, you, you, you don't understand, you, you don't understand the rules of the game.
And so one of the things that you need to start doing is you need to start paying. Why? You just heard what Carl said. Even Carl was like, yo, I was with ENC and couldn't necessarily take the information. I had to get outside the circle and get with somebody like Maul. And C say this to me all the time. Yo, E, how is it that the people that ran with you are not? Why? Because sometimes when you're with people every day, they look common to you. Mm. They common people to you. They start, and, and it's not something that, you know, humans do intentionally, but it's just something that happens if you're not paying attention and you're not really strong is that you do get common with, like, oh, okay, this is just E.T., okay. But for somebody, <clears throat> this ain't just E.T. This is the person that can come to my company and shift my company's thinking forever. Or this is somebody who can help me take my game and the pros to another level. You know, so the thing about paying, and this is why I tell people I'm going to make you pay now, because if you don't pay me and you don't use it, it doesn't bother you. But if you pay me 15 grand, and you don't use it, oh, that's going, it's going to sting. It's going to hurt you. And I want to get you into a place not where you pay me more money. I want to get you to a place where you don't waste my time or your time because both your time and my time is valuable. And if I'm coaching you, that's an hour that I got to be without my wife, an hour without my kids. Like that's an hour I got to give, give away that I can't necessarily get back. So I'd rather just do corporate at fifty dollars to $60,000 an hour and just go and do my thing and be finished with it for the rest of the month. Like, I don't got to call you. You ain't got to call me. I don't owe you nothing. You don't owe me nothing. I gave you what I told you I was going to give you. You gave me what you told me you was going to get me, and it's over. But you paid me five grand, and I got to talk to you for 50, 50 times a month. I got to come to your house for Thanksgiving. I got to, every time somebody have a problem, you got to call me and be like, I know E-T-A-E-T. -E this is my boy. Can you wish him a happy birthday for me? Because you paid me five grand. Bro, I'm good on that. And you think you're doing me a favor by giving me a couple of dollars when you don't understand the game. I'm doing you, I'm doing you way more of a favor you're doing me because I'm giving you information that can take your life to a whole nother level. So yeah, see, yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, this need to be, literally, I'm not playing. I don't know how to do it, but 2020, this needs to be a conference where no. you get to go behind the scenes and see the real training, the real work yeah. that's done so that when you get on stage, you can perform at the level, whatever your stage yeah. is. And, and, and to C's point, I'm not, notice I, I didn't go lion to lion. Every single animal that is alive has to hunt. Ain't no food coming to no animal. Mm. Ain't no worm coming to no bird. I don't care if you're a little sparrow bird, whatever Bruh, bird you are. It's a mosquito you got to go tearing get my leg worm. up right now, E. It's a mosquito about to tear my leg right, right, up. You he feel me? Right now. Me, I don't care what you are. So you like you see aggressive, whatever. I don't care. Every single creature on the earth that is going to eat has to go hunt. Now, it could be a different way in which they do it, but every single living creature has to find a way to get his or her food. And so there has to be this process where you learn how to hunt. And can I say this? I don't think that there's any animal that goes to go hunt for something, whatever it is, and that thing just sitting there waiting on it. Like, come eat me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, it, I saw the other day for all my lions on the phone and just think, because I hear y'all sometimes, I'm a lion. Okay, that's cute. If you want to call yourself a lion and put a lion tattoo on your chest, go for it. But I saw a lion <laughs> the other day. I don't know if y'all saw this video where it was a gazelle just sitting there drinking water. Ooh, and a lion I came to attack it. And he, I'm talking about that gazelle juke the mess out of my man. Mm. Juke my man. That lion was going like Bro. that lion was going like 50, 60 miles per hour in the wrong 
direction. You can just see smoke. Oh, like, you don't even see where the line was. My man gave him the Barry Sanders jab stuff. <laughs> I'm talking about Straight up. juke, my man. Juke, my man. And so it's not like because you say you're a lion, the whole world just going to oh, sit. Yeah, and nah. you take that, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all take that the wrong way. You think because you're a lion, you're Oh, just quite the contrary. People got their head on the yeah. swivel when you come right, around. Right, right, right. right. Mm. But hey, ain't it crazy, though, how you could never run faster than what you train for? Yeah. Mm. Don't don't yeah. yeah, that's that's a different podcast, yeah. Ma. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, no matter how fast you want to run, you're gonna always fall in the pace with the level that you train for. Huh. So don't get mad because you're not running this pace. Don't get mad because this is what you train for. Yeah. Like I said, it ain't never about the race. It's about the training that goes along to the race. Yeah. The training yeah. will position you mm. wherever level that you're training running. Training for the race pace you're running. Man, I'm telling you, train for the race 2020. There you go. How, how, how are you training? Because people focus. I'm telling you, man, they focus. I see it every day. They focus on the actual race. The money, and it's bro. All, it's, it's, it's all about the training, though. Yeah. How are you oh. training? And even though you want to win the race, even though you want to come in, um, you want to come in in a, uh, under a minute, a mile, or whatever, you're, you're, you will always come in with the level that you trained. It just, it just ha- I don't know why it's like that, but it's just like that. And so that's why I focus more with me on training. That's what the conferences was about. That's why it's so important for people to pay for the conferences. I mean, looking at messages, and even on your, on your page, Eve, they'd be like, when you send messages about the 1% or about one of the conferences, people are like, when are you coming to Connecticut? Or when are you coming to L.A.? I, right. I, you know, I went to conferences all across the United States with ETA. You got to go to where the people are at. You can't just sit back. So you tell me you're going to sit back and wait even if a conference is not coming to your state in a year, you're going to wait a whole year to come to a conference? And you wonder why your, your pace is so slow. You're not willing to do the training. And that's what me, when I was going to all these conferences, when I was hooking up with y'all, I was training. I was training. I wasn't focusing on nothing else. All I was doing was training my mindset. These brothers I saw, I was like, man, there's something special about these guys. Let me go ahead. Wherever they get, Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, Miami, wherever they, they're going to be at in the United States or in the world, I'm going to be there. Why? Because I'm trying to get my reps in. And while I'm not there, more importantly, more, while I'm not there, I'm going to be killing it in my own space. Some of y'all waiting to meet E.T. and that's when you're going to blow up. How many businesses did you have making over a million dollars when you met E? Four. Four. I just want, I just want y'all to catch that in your spirit. Four multi-million dollar companies before he even shook hands with E. And so am I saying, again, sure I'm not... Four more, Ma. Say, say what? No, 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 I'm saying, listen, Ma, and see, we need to do a, we need to do a um, podcast on this one day, too. Here's the thing, Ma. I thought it's this was. how many you huh. had before. <laughs> before you came, it's how many more you're going to get because you've been in our mm. presence. Mm. That's the... That's the that, say what I said earlier, though, E, what I said earlier. When you hook up with, that, with the group of guys that's running your pace on the ninth mile, you talk about the things of the future. You talk about the things of the future. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Maul? And, and I'm saying this is where people go wrong, Maul. They don't understand. And that's why I said this is a podcast, see? People don't understand that everybody could want you to come into their circle so that you could bless them. The, the, the trick is... Am I going to bless you? And I said this yesterday on the on the um, on our church's prayer line. I had never even thought to say it like this before. Podcast City. I said everybody's saying 
they want to be the CJ in my life. Everybody like, you know, I'm, I'm saying people, we don't know people we know. Everybody like, yo, I'm trying to get where C is. And I said, you know what I just thought about? I told him on the prayer line. Because when you tell me stuff like that, I'm being real, Ma. I'm trying to think as a shepherd, okay, what's the formula? Because I want to give it to you so you can do it. I need to know the formula. Like that's, that's one of the, 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 what do you call it? Responsibilities that God has given me is to really try to think about the formula so that I can give it to his people so that they can eat. So you can't, you, it's easier when you got a formula to eat than it is when you don't have one. And I told him on his prayer line yesterday, I said, you know what, y'all, this is crazy. Everybody I know, let's say it's a thousand dudes that say they want to be able to, you know, be the next CJ. I said, but I only have one person in my life, literally, from that point when we were in college, you know, he was my grad assistant up to now, who has made it their commitment to blow me up. So I said, yo, this is crazy. Y'all all saying y'all want to be the C, but y'all coming in my life for what y'all can get from my life. Where C came into my life to see what he can give me. So you can't be C if your whole focus is what you can get from me. So you 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 looking at the position, C. No, C is saying, yo, yeah, I'm gonna make you a household name. All right, cool, he did that. Okay, so what's next? Okay, he could have been like, all right, I made you a household name, I'm out. You feel me, more? Like, I made you a household name. I did what I said I'm gonna do, I'm out. Now he's saying, I'm gonna make you a billionaire. I said, the problem with y'all who are saying you wanna be the next CJ, you're not coming to make me a billionaire. You're coming for me to make you a billionaire. No question. So, that, so that's the difference. So you can't never be CJ because your motives is different than CJ. CJ came literally to blow me up, which he's doing. He literally was like, yo, E, I'm gonna get you checks. Everybody else is coming to me is trying to find out how you can link with me to get a check. That don't make you a bad person. Just stop saying you're going to be Jerry Rice. You're not. Stop saying you're going to be LeBron James. You're not. Stop saying you're going to be Michael Jordan. You're not. There's no way possible for you to be the next C when you're not doing what C is doing. So the reason why you, have, we don't, you don't have the same relationship that we have, I tell people all the time, there are people who will call my phone. When Didi and I are together, Ma, and you know this one, Ma. I know y'all know this one. There'll, there'll be people who I'm with Didi. I don't care what it is. I don't, I don't care what we're doing that the phone will ring and Didi will be like looking at the phone like, uh-uh, don't answer that. Like, we together. I promise you, as few times that the phone will ring and it say CJ and Didi don't say don't answer that. Why? It don't got nothing to do with, uh, like you said earlier about Maul, he tall, dark, and handsome with guns. <laughs> right. That don't have nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? That don't have nothing I to do so with that. I just so happen to be that. You know what I'm saying? You, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that, 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 that is what he is. But, but, but Didi's looking at the phone and saying, especially as a female, and you know, they're nurturers, yep. Didi's looking at the phone going, yo, that's somebody that's being a blessing to my family. Answer the yep. phone. Uh-huh. Get the phone. I mean, I'm just being real. Answer the phone. Like, he is where he is. This is what he does. And so I'm just saying, that we got to do a whole podcast on this one, see, because it hit me the other day. And I was like, yo, I personally know some dudes who like, E, I want to be, and I'm like, but you're not doing what C doing. You feel me? Like, you, 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 you're coming to me, and when you come to me, it's like, all right, E, if I connect with you, can you help me blow this up? Can I help you blow this up? Can I, I told y'all, C don't even have a social media boy. He can have a social media boy where when we go on these trips and he meeting all these famous people, he could be taking pics and putting the pics up, but he has dedicated his whole being to, yo, I'm going to blow you up, and in the process of him blowing me up, Whatever that means, like God's got to be like looking down like, oh, okay. So if you are going to be the one who's going to be totally responsible 
for making sure that the vision that I created my son to do that he can't do on his own, that you're going to literally be responsible for making sure that he gets to that point that I know God got to be looking and see, like, I'm going to have to bless him too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. but, the, but, but most of you who are listening, you, you, you're trying to get God to bless you when mm. you're not helping God's manservant. You're literally mm. coming in my life to see what you can get out of my life. That's what you're coming for. And then you got this joker response. Oh, E, I want to be the servant. I'm like, I'm stupid. I want to serve you. How is it? How you want to serve me on day one when you end up even met me? Serve me how? You don't even know me well enough to know what you need to serve me on. But it, it's that, it's that, it's that manipulative spirit of I want to get close to you so I can be blessed. And it's just like, yo, for real. It's like, I'm not telling you don't do that. I'm just saying, like, that's not, the, I just don't think that's the best way to get there. Oh, no question. And it's so crazy. I promise y'all, this is so funny. And I forgot this. And Ink could tell y'all the truth. It, it was uh, uh, somebody who wanted to speak. And I'm, I'm not saying they're a bad person by no means, but they was kind of on the like, yo, I want to roll with y'all, be down with y'all kind of thing. And I was kind of like, okay, this dude was, you know, actually, you know, dope. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, but we kind of don't need that right now, but I know somebody who does. And I tried to put them on Ink, but Ink wasn't really on that level right then. And they kind of like maybe talked with Ink a couple times like, oh, okay, yeah, 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 for sure. And just kind of like deaded it, you know what I mean? And I remember I asked Ink, and he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Ink was kind of looking for that, you know what I'm saying, that 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 see if you will. You know what I mean? And I tried to put that person on, and because they didn't see it. So it blows my mind to now you would wow. come to E when he a multimillionaire and be like, hey, I just want to be your, like, bruh, we don't, we don't need that. Like, we don't, we, like, E does not need a flunky right now. That's not what he needs. What he needs is other savages who can introduce him to other industries. So now E is also a real estate mogul, a solar mogul. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what other savages have done for us. And so for you, you don't even need to be finding an E. Understand something. When me and E hooked up, E wasn't E. Now, he had the gift, but I didn't come to E when he had millions of dollars. I didn't come to E when he was already popping across the world. And if you went on Google and put his name in, he was already blew up. You need to find A-E. Everybody say, say I need to find A-C-J. You need to find N-E. It could be somebody in your community who making $30,000, but they dope. But you don't want that. You want to attach your name to the number one motivational speaker in the world already. Duh. You and every other person in the world. But, but nobody wants to go find E 10 years ago, 14 years right. ago. When he was just at Michigan State doing his thing, it was dope. It was nice, but wasn't no checks coming in. You still does that make sense? E, I'm trying to make sure. Oh, no question. Like yeah. it's cool now. Like of yeah. course you want to be E yeah. two man. Like that, yeah. that's a dope position. It probably start off at quarter of a million dollars to be E two <laughs> man just because of what he make. And so of course you want to start there. But I ain't seen nobody come up to the dude on YouTube who got a thousand subscribers and be like, "Yo, I want to blow you up." I believe in your gift. I like what you're doing. Low-key, I know you only got 50 views per video, but these is dope, and I believe in them. Let's roll together and build something. You look into like, I, I, again, I'm watching Shark Week, right? And they got all these, it's like more than just sharks, but they got these, these other sharks who just, I mean, these other fish that just ride up underneath the, uh, the shark, right? And the shark don't even eat him. He like, I ain't got no use for you. Like, I can't even eat you. You so little. And he just like, I don't know, Carl, maybe he eating like, bacteria or something off the shark, but he just swim underneath his belly and just do his thing. Yeah. I'm like, bruh, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not like that, that's not a position that's open right now. Is you like swimming underneath me and catching the little scraps. That's, that's not what I'm looking for. 
I'm looking for other people who can get to that level. And so I'm not mad at you, but go find somebody who on that level, who, who got great white potential, and then help them go to the next level if you're not already a great white. But of course, I, that's the most convenient thing in the world. E, I wanna, I wanna be your right. Of course you do. Who wouldn't? Like name one person in the world who doesn't wanna be E's right hand right now. But guess what? Back in the day, that 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 line was considerably shorter. I'll just say that. About, yeah, considerably shorter. What y'all want to talk about? Y'all want to finish up? Y'all want to keep talking? What y'all want to do? No, no, I'm just saying I'm my own boss didn't want me at the job. See? You know <laughs> nah, I'm pissed. I done got mad. Uh, you know my baby started school today. I'm a little sad. Um, mm. what, go, go for it, E. What, what, what was you about to no, say? I don't got nothing. I'm through. That's, yeah, I'm through, bro. Organifi. Let Carl get his last day at the beach and, and, yeah. um, and kick it, man. No, E, uh, yeah, I, I see you, though, man. E, I want to I wanna say I'm proud of you. I see, the, I see the pounds coming off. You know, E been sending me videos every day. That gut look like it's gone down considerably. Mm. It, Let's go, Eve. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It's down. I got bro. a problem though, Maul. Maul, I'm, I got a problem though, Maul. I'm, I'm, my girl done told me, yeah, Didi told me, like, okay, now nah, it's about maintaining. She's like, I need some skin on your bone. Let's stop right mm. here. I don't know what mm. your little mind, I don't know where you're trying to go from here, but let's kid it, <laughs> kill it. And um, other stuff I can't say on the podcast, see, but uh, she like, yep, you lost the gut. Don't lose nothing else. Let's no. let go. <laughs> At this point, you lost the Watch gut. Watch yourself. Don't let's, lose the stamina. Yeah, Protein. Yeah. Go get some protein, yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No questions asked, boy. I'm gonna sustain it from here. I'm yeah, on, she said, don't, she said, if you lose ten more pounds, I'm about to call CJ, and me and CJ are gonna have to have a conversation. So, <laughs> hey. uh, yeah, what, what, what I like to do is just have a little buffer room. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, you know, no at some point, <laughs> yeah. right back, right, right back. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, hey, Ma. So that's where I'm on now. So me and C gonna have to renegotiate our contract, and I gotta find a. I got to find, uh, I did what he told me to do. Yeah. Now I got to find uh, how do you maintain? Because I told you, really, for a lot of us, setting a goal and accomplishing it is not hard. Some of us, that's how we wired. We built like that. You know what I'm saying? You give us a goal, you give us something to accomplish, it ain't going to take us long to get it done. But then the question is, how do you maintain that? You know what I'm saying? So I'm about to get with C now and you talk about- Stay off the honey uh, wheat. Yeah, the, you know yeah, the, the, the oh. maintenance boy. Uh, that honey uh, wheat. No questions um, asked. Yeah. yeah, no doubt, man. Looking forward to Maul to be down here. By the time y'all hear it, he'll probably be down here. He'll be down here on Friday. Uh, we got game changers this weekend. Look, you see Maul doing big things. He's speaking all over the country. You know, he, he he's speaking in front of 2,000. We'll have to get into that story another day, Maul. Your first huge keynote. Uh, we'll, we'll let the people know about that on the podcast. That'll be a funny podcast story for us. Um, but you see, he's still coming down here to Atlanta because we got our Game Changers event to get trained. All right, he still, you know, wants to stay close to the fire, wants to learn. He ain't saying, "Oh, I'm big time now." I got, you know, all these people following me. You know, I, he's like, "Yo, I still got to get better." Maul still call me all the time and be like, "See, what can I do to like make it even better?" Though I'm like, "Maul, chill out, dog. Just let's just keep working at this." And then we'll get better, but he just has that insatiable appetite for growth. And so uh, he'll be down here. Game changers, for those of you who know, you know our certified game changers. If you're looking to be a speaker, if you're looking to uh, get to that next level, please, please, please join us at Game Changers, all right? ETA Game Changers. That's where we train all of our speakers to get to that next level. We also have our Speak for Profit program that's dope. Right now, our speakforprofitcourse.com. Uh, all right, 
And um, you can use the promo code S2S for 55% uh, off. Speakforprofitcourse.com. Speakforprofitcourse.com. Use S2S to get 55% off. Tay just sent me that. Um, and then, of course, you know, we want you to then enroll in Game Changers, man, and become a certified speaker. Eric Thomas, like so many have before you that are rolling. Shout out to all my certified speakers, man, out there crushing it. Um, you know, getting gigs. I'm getting text messages on a reg, just like, yo, I'm hitting six figures. I'm, you know, doing all of this. So shout out to everybody who came through that and um, is getting to that next level. Um, follow, before Carl jumps in, follow Jamal. All right. And we, we always forget to do that because Jamal doesn't, he just got into the social media thing, but <laughs> 925 millionaire. That's number nine and the number five, num- nine to five millionaire, nine to five millionaire. And Ma, I think this might be the first time you've been on the podcast since you officially retired. So it, it, it's gone mm. down. You, hey. you're, you're now officially retired from the Chicago Police Department. How does it feel? Oh, man, it feels wonderful, brother. It feels wonderful. It's been, um, and the, the best thing about it is, is that the wish is fulfilled now. This is something that mm. I saw for myself. Uh, 20 years ago, from the first day I started, I said one day, <laughs> and I kept, I held on to that one day, and that one day is finally here, wow. and it, wow. and it couldn't, it couldn't have worked out wow. any better, man. You could just see God all in it. I remember CJ when I said to you, man, when I leave, like, man, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually gonna be kind of scared because I've been, I'm getting eight hours a day, I'm getting eight hours every day, 40 hours a week, 80 hours every two weeks, two weeks back in my life that I have wow. control over now. And I was like, man, wow. I don't know what I'm going to do with all this time. Like, man, it's actually about to scare me. And then all of a sudden... You need some more hours in your life. <laughs> you need more hours. <laughs> I, I said, that's going to be the least of your right. problems, just feeling out that scared. They feel that, let's just say, they, y'all filled them eight hours up very well. Very well. <laughs> hey, so you got to change your name, more from nine to five millionaire to retired mm. millionaire. Right. So nine to five millionaire Instagram, uh, go follow Mog. You can check out some of the. I know you posted a little bit of the stuff on the stories from uh, the course or whatever, man. And I know you dropped nuggets on there. And and I hey, we we appreciate you getting going on IG. I know that wasn't necessarily a comfort zone for you, but you know Nikki pushed you into it. And uh, who knows, maybe someday in the next hundred years, I give me an IG. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's probably the number one question we get written into oh. the podcast. What's CJ's IG? I'm like, yeah, I ain't got one. ET, ET the hip hop preacher. You feel me? And Carl is at Barbados <laughs> Sensation, <laughs> Beach Living, Real Estate Mobile, <laughs> dot com. You know what I'm saying? Dot com. Um, Carl, let us know what else we got coming up, man, because I know you want to get to the beach. Yes, sir. I got my last couple hours in. Hey, we going out this evening with a cruise. We taking it out with a cruise this evening just around the island. But anyway, anyway, uh, verified, y'all, August 9th, we bring it to the city of brotherly love. We got Karen Seville, Toby, and we got Willie Moore and your own QDZ, Quincy Harris. Hometown QDZ Mm -hmm. will be there August 9th again. If y'all looking for that blue check, we about to make you the blue check. You ain't got to go to Instagram to get the blue check. You will be the blue check. People be coming to you because you are verified in your industry, whatever you doing, whatever that skill set that you got, that talent, that gift, it's time to blow that thing out the water. So August 9th, Philly, we got mall on, so y'all getting a foretaste of the 1%. And 1%, I'm talking, we stretching it now. New York, New Orleans, D.C., back to back. We got August 23rd and 24th in New York. New Orleans, September 12th and 13th, and D.C. We're coming October 5th and 6th. So, again, that's E, of course, 
We got Jamal. Y'all heard a, a, a foretaste of him today. He, 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 see, did you notice how Jamal just jumped in with motivation? Like, he ain't even, like, kind of wait for the. He just jumped right in and got no, to it. Yeah, no. He, he, he didn't need a roll He's so ready this now. Time. You know what I'm He's saying? so ready now. Carl, Carl, huh? I'm not a speaker. I'm not a speaker, man. <laughs> hey. Exactly. I'm not a speaker, man. I'm not a speaker. Oh, we hear you. We hear you. And, of course, we got Tiffany. There it is. There it is. The ninth mile. The ninth mile. We got Tiffany. Y'all heard us talk about Tiffany earlier. She killing it in her own right, man. So, like, if y'all, look, you got three opportunities. And I'm not saying come to one. I'm saying come to all three. Like, I'm not even telling you come to New York. Y'all heard them all talk about it. Come to all three, dog. Don't forget Carl Phillips on that that docket as well. He's sneaking there on Maul's presentation. He he back from Barbados. So, y'all hear him today. He going to be on fire at these drums. I'm going to drop a couple little nuggets that (laughs) that I learned on the ninth mile. Um, Hey, last (laughs) but not least, man, April 25th. We're talking about 2020. Big, ten, big things happening in 2020, y'all. May, April 25th to May 1st, the Phenomenal Life 2020. We're going all the way to Mexico, y'all. And you, you, listen, all everybody that's associated with us, they're going to be there. You don't have to worry about, I'm talking about everything from the health, from the fitness, from the relationships. We got it all. Like everybody that's rocking with us, we got. Uh, of course, Maul, I'm blanking. I just, Rob is what I was thinking about. Rob hitting the finances, Maul hitting the real estate. We got everything going down in Mexico. So make sure you are in Mexico April 25th to May 1st. And hey, you can go to etinspires.com and just click on the events tab to see all the events out there. So that's it, y'all. Hey, E, when can we, when can we say the other one? Which one? The, 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 it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, boy. <laughs> How we gonna have to hold off next week? Oh, okay. oh next week? <laughs> yeah, next week. Okay. Well, I just wanted to know. You know what I'm saying? Quiet minds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, so what you got? You in Vegas? What else you got going on? Just uh, where can we? To Vegas. Uh-huh. I'll be in Dallas for a week. Oh, we forgot to talk about the cribs too. Shoot, man. That's Maybe okay. next we'll week. Talk about man. that. Yeah. So, oh yeah, the hip hop preacher was sending me some videos. We will. Yeah, yeah, we'll be. Yeah, you're gonna have even <laughs> so, more so, p- people in line to be too, man. <laughs> so you got you got Dallas coming up. I got a tour like TSU, Baylor, um, like a lot of the colleges, basketball, football. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming back to Cali. I got a, um, some school stuff in Cali. Um, yeah, so the next couple of weeks is like West Coast, Midwest, West Coast. So that's why I say I won't be back home for. Uh, uh, for a minute, I've got uh, UCLA football. So yeah, we got we gonna we gonna be on the West Coast for a minute doing it up. Oh uh, yeah, no doubt. Well, I guess we'll see you in Philly then. That probably be yeah, the Philly. next time. Yeah. Uh, next time it. we Philly's catch you. Um, yeah. all right. Uh, also, man, big shout out. Don't ever forget uh, Organifi, man. Shout out to Organifi for being the title sponsor of this podcast and have been for some time now. You already know the Superfood Group Green Juice Powder that the whole squad is rocking with. Malls on the line. He can attest to it. He's on that Organifi on a regular basis, man, and you should be too, right? Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com. Use the promo code SUCCESS, man, and get you a nice little discount on that joint. Organifi, the superfood green juice powder, but we also got the red, we got the gold, man, they got the protein, whatever you need, um, they got it, man, and it's only the uh, best ingredients. So get on it um, and and, and get, take your health and your family's health to the next level. All right, let me get our second sponsor in real quick. We've been rocking with our second sponsor, HelloFresh, as well. Uh, with HelloFresh, each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients 
selected from high-rated trusted firms. There are three plans that you can choose from. There's the classic plan, which contains a variety of meats. There's the veggie plan, which contains vegetarian as well as plant-based proteins. And of course, there's the family plans, which are quick and easy meals for those of you on the go. With their Global Eats option, it helps to bring authentic international dishes and flavors to home cooks for exciting new meals. Uh, the convenient part is that all ingredients come pre-measured in labeled meal kits. Cooking will become something you actually look forward to when coming home from work. This week, my family did the mushroom ravioli gratin. Man, let me tell y'all something. Yeah, the mushrooms, the thyme, the parmesan, like you put all these things together and I'm getting hungry now again talking about it. My other favorite one we did was this black bean burrito that was fire. Uh, we did, like I said, we did the vegetarian options because my parents are here with me and they're rocking the vegetarian. But that black bean joint and this ravioli, those are two, two new favorites. So with subscribing to HelloFresh, there are many benefits. So you can keep enjoying week after week. Get delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every single week for less than $10 per serving. And of course, free shipping. Manage your account easily by choosing your delivery date to match your schedule. And just pause it when you're on vacation. Sign up today. Get $80 off your first month by going to HelloFresh.com forward slash success80 and use the promo code success80. And that's success in the number 8080. Other than that, fellas, uh, I think that's all we got. Maul, appreciate you joining us. Carlos III, my son Trey, starts kindergarten Thursday. Thank you for the, the joke of the day to keep us all laughing. Day. And, um, yeah, we out of here, man. We love you. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might with all your soul.